What's up guys? We're back. Episode 27. It's only been one week since my last episode, so you guys will be pretty excited about it. Um, I had another person reach out about the podcast. It's always funny, you know, I get, uh, and I probably told you guys this before, but I mean, it happens every time. You know, I get so busy with my life and all this stuff, and I'm like, you know, is this podcast really doing anything? Is anybody really listening? You know, I mean, the listen, there's not, I don't have like thousands of people listening every week. But, you know, is it like these people listening or they listen to the whole thing? You know, is it helping them in any way? And it's like right when I'm just to be like, you know what, maybe I should just put it up. You know, it's not doing anything for anybody. I'm just sitting there rambling. And then all of a sudden, you know, one of my followers, one of my listeners comes up and they're like, hey, man. Love the podcast, or, you know, I had a guy today who was like, yeah, man, this guy's been raving about your podcast, I need to listen to it, because he had his first kid, and he was asking me all about it, and it was just like, it was nice to actually, uh, to tell somebody about the podcast again, just to remember, you know, why I'm doing it, you know, I'm doing it for the dads, you know, maybe even the moms, uh, we've kind of, you know, opened our generalization, I think as the podcast goes on, it's going to evolve, uh, if I can keep doing it. Um, and you guys keep listening, I think that we could create something. I think it's getting better as it goes. You know, in the beginning, I mean, I had no experience in talk radio. I'm good at talking. I'm, I'm good at talking. Whether or not people want to listen is a completely different thing. But, like in the, like in the beginning, there wasn't really any set goal. It was just like, hey, I'm a dad. Be getting ready to become a dad. Uh, there's nothing really for dads as far as, you know. But it's like now that I am a dad, it's like I see so much more stuff. Like these dude, you know, you got like, you got like dude, dude, dad, dude, dad on Facebook. Uh, that's a great one. I know there's a bunch on TikTok. They're just, they're hilarious. Um, actually, so what we're going to talk, something that we're going to talk about tonight, which, uh, and I want to bring it up because I don't want to, and I don't think that anybody believes this, but I don't want anybody to feel discouraged. So, but like, all right, we'll just hop right into it. Um, tonight we're going to talk about, um, just some random shit, but it's hard for me to like tell it as a topic and then talk about it. So I'll just get right into it. Um, we'll just hit it with the first one first. Um, wanted to talk about like failing, failing as a parent. You know, so like after I did the podcast last week, I literally got off my podcast. I got on the TikTok and the first TikTok that popped up was this interview with this guy. And he was like, you know, he's fresh to being a dad and uh, talked about, I think his son was like four or something and talked about him telling him to do something. He didn't do it. Uh, he punished him almost to the point like he spanked him to the point where like his son looked at him in fear. He said he went into his office and like he just like cried about it. I mean that that's a tenth, um, I think. But you know, there's people out there, you know, that really just struggle with anger, you know, popping off short temper and stuff like that. But like, you know, I'm the same way. Like I get frustrated easily, and um, like I haven't figured this all out, and I don't think anybody thinks that I have. But I just I want everybody to know that it's okay to fail as a parent. You know, um. My biggest fail is I, I rammed my kid's head into a hallway door, like pushing up uh, when she was like, I don't know, two or three months old. And that was a big one for me. Uh, failing as a parent. You know, there's days when you don't want to parent. I wouldn't say there's days. There's just like times. Like you wake up and you're kind of feeling off. It's almost like you're, it's almost like going to work. 
I mean, it's different, but it's the same feeling. Like you wake up and you're like, you know, sometimes you just want to do absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. But like with kids, there's just, there's never that. That's never there. You know, you're always doing something to entertain them, especially when they're younger. I mean, when they get older, they're kind of doing it themselves. But I will say that it gets easier. Like, so like, you know, when we first had Ophelia, it was like she needed 100% attention all the time. Like she couldn't do anything. She couldn't entertain herself. She was just looking at you. Then she got to the point where she was laying there and she was kind of doing her own thing. And now she's like to the point where she's laying there. Well, she's not even laying there. Now she's moving around. So she's all over the place. So we're basically we're chasing her. You know, she's crawling. Uh, she's climbing on stuff and falling. So you got to keep an eye on her there. But um, there's a lot of things that, you know, I don't know. And, you know, I, there's days when I've woke up and I was like, man, oh, I got to do it. You know, it's like sometimes I'm not, you know, giving 100% effort. You know, there's days where. You know, maybe you get home from work or you didn't sleep well the night before and like you're just there and you're kind of just going through the motions. And like I've even got to the point where it's like I've laid her down like to go to a nap and I go to sit down and I just think, man, was I really, was I really a great parent there? And it was like, was I, you know, I didn't, I wasn't there like interacting and making her laugh and having fun with her. It was like it was probably more often she was, she would look at me and she probably saw me looking at my phone I was looking at the TV and I thought about those times and um, that really like it puts it in perspective because it's like, you know, I mean, but I, it's not like those like short instances are going to make it. now if it continues to happen. Yeah, I see it after after it happens. You know, if you're on your phone every time you're with your kid, yeah, eventually they're going to realize it, that that's a thing that they're not getting attention. But hey, man, if there's days where you just, you, like, you get done, you get the kids put to bed or whatnot, and you just are like, man, I did not do well today. I just, that's going to happen. I've come, like, even in, I've been a parent for eight months. Like, some of you guys out there have been parents for, you know, uh, you know, 10, 12 years. I don't know if there's people with here with, like, older kids, but, you know, most of them probably younger. But, um... You guys have probably had days like that. And I, I realize even in my short span of parenting that you're just going to have days. You're going to have moments. You're going to have days. You're just going to have times. And my biggest thing is just push through it. Uh, like with anything, you know, like with, you know, doing all your chores and stuff. Um, you just kind of, you know, just get up, start doing it, going through the motions. And then finally you'll get into the swing of it. You'll get back into it. You'll get out of that mood. You'll get out of that, you know, that flailing thing. But that's just the biggest thing. You know, failing as a parent is not a big, you know, it happens. I think it's more, as long as you notice that you may have fallen short there and, you know, you get them the realization, you're like, you know what, I'm going to do it differently tomorrow. I think that's a big thing. I think that works for everybody. And if you're there and you don't think that I'm right, let me know. <laughs> Uh, another thing that popped into my head, and this is just kind of a little quirky thing, uh, that I wanted to talk about, you know, I used to make fun of those parents all the time that were walking around with their little kids on leashes with book bags. And, um, I'm not laughing at them now. I'm not shitting you. I will put my kid on a leash if I have to. And it's like, just like, no, I feel like some people are overdramatic with like people snatching kids. I feel like it's probably happening. But it's just like in any small instance, even if it's not that big of a deal, just that one time, like I just, I'm becoming a helicopter parent because it's just like, I can't, 
Like, how do you realize, like, how do you, like, you have, like, a two or a three-year-old in your places, and it's, like, just for a split second, they run around that corner, and you're, like, right behind them, but it's just, like, just for that second, you may lose sight, and it's, like, man, that drives me crazy, so now I'm, like, ah, maybe that leash isn't a bad idea, but, I mean, is that the times that we've come into, like, has it always been that way, is it just, like, it's coming into it now, you know, is it, like, because we're, you know, you know, modern day, I don't know why it seems like the world's fucking terrible today. As far as just everybody hates everybody, people are snatching kids to use them for fucking, I don't know, get them hooked on drugs, sex trafficking, stupid shit. People are, like, sexually attracted to kids. I mean, that's probably been going on for a while, but all in all, that's just fucking, that's crazy. It's stupid. It's, like, that's not an issue. That's just, like, you're, you're demented. I don't, like, I don't know if people can look at it like a child molester and be like, you know what, it's an illness. And I'm like, nah, man, that dude's fucked up and we should beat the shit out of him. Or chick, I don't know. But, like, I don't, like I'm like. i totally not opposed to putting my kid on a leash now. It's like, uh, maybe not a bad idea. Because, like, to an extent, I understand, like, when people are like, alright, wait till you have kids. I get it. You know, there's, you, your mindset changes completely but i do also think that some people use that too far they go too far with that excuse and um they almost use it as a crutch uh let me specify okay i've got one kid and i don't care you know you got one kid you got two kids does not give you a reason to not have a clean home I heard it a lot, you know, it's like, well, we have kids, it's like, we got this, we got that, we got everything. You can always make time to clean, you know, whether you're waking up earlier, going to bed later, not like, not so much you have to just like clean your entire house every damn day, but you can just keep things picked up, people. There's no fucking reason. Too often, like, you know, we're using kids as an excuse to get out. I mean, hey, we're using them to get out of social settings. I'm okay with that. Using it to get out of cleaning your house. Keeping your house clean. I'm not, talk, I'm not talking about keeping your house potless. I'm just talking about keeping it organized. You know, your kids play with toys. They're out all day. They're going to be out the next day. But hey, just pick them up. What does it take? Five minutes to pick shit up? Laundry? If you do it continuously, you never have to worry about it piling up. When I see a load, and, you know, I go in there, I throw it in. You know, hour later, take it out. The nice thing about us is like we wake up at like six and my daughter doesn't wake up till like six forty five seven. So when I wake up at six, you know, I get everything done. You know, I try to get like usually I'll cook breakfast, maybe if there's a load, I'll fold a load, dishwasher, do that. Uh some mornings, like uh if her mom's over or you know, our other girl comes over, uh I'll clean in the morning. If they get there, I'll be like, Hey, can you watch her while she's awake? If I let I'll get done feeding her, I'll turn her over. I give myself plenty of time in the morning before I have to go to work, which is a luxury. I know a lot of people don't have it. Some people work a lot. But, listen, don't use your kids as an excuse to not clean your fucking house. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that's just true. Your house should be at least... There's no reason that we should live like hoarders or homeless people. There's probably homeless people that are more organized than some people I know. Just pick it up one thing at a time. I'm not saying I'll do it once. Which is the next topic that I wanted to talk about. This will add into it. This is just my situation. You know, it's like, before you're a parent, you're just an adult. But you have all these things you got to do. Mow the yard. Clean the house. You know, go to work. Um, you know, say if you're doing, after, you know, 
golf. I do like a golf league. Okay, uh, dinner with friends. You know, doing social settings. Um, I'm a volunteer fireman, so you got like clubs, things like that. And, you know, uh, just your entire life, whether it's social settings, whether it's chores. You know, just living, grocery shopping, all these things. That's tough to do. Now you got to throw a kid in there. And it's like, man, it's hectic. And I think, you know, I mean, I get it that there's some things that are being sacrificed because of your child, which is totally understandable. But I think the goal should be, your goal should be to add back, you know, to slowly rebuild that routine and add your child into it. You know, it's like, okay, we go to the grocery store. Well, we don't go to the grocery store now. We do grocery pickups. As opposed to back in the day when we kind of just were, uh, before we had a child, we were pretty nonchalant about groceries. Like, oh, we need groceries? Okay, Tuesday night, we'll go get some, you know, take an hour or whatever. Now we can't do that because uh, by the time we get home, it's like, you know, we're chilling, relaxing just for maybe an hour or so before the baby girl goes to bed. We do bath time, stuff like that. So we can't really do that. So now we have done like a set time where it's like, all right, Friday night, we're going to sit down. We're going to make up our pickup. We're going to do grocery pickup. We're going to do it on Sunday. We do grocery pickup. Grocery pickups are the greatest thing ever. I think that's amazing. Um, I will say, however, Kroger sometimes just maybe not giving as much effort because it's like there's certain things where they're like, you know what, we didn't find it. And I'm like, you, you're out of potatoes. Like you don't have a potato. Like that's my biggest instance. It's like, you know, that there's always potatoes. I will say, I went the other day and they didn't have Lunchables. I'm like, there's no way they have no Lunchables. Well, I went in there before I did my pickup because I had to get some of the things that I forgot. And damned if they didn't have Lunchables. I will say, since COVID, since quarantine, grocery pickup has gotten a lot better, especially at Kroger, because we got away from it because, I mean, it was it was ridiculous. It was just like, you could tell there was no effort. I mean, there was times when it was like, oh, we don't have it. And we were like, all right, we'll go in try to find a substitute well they had exactly what we were looking for it's like they didn't even try to look at it but i will say as of lately it's gotten better so yeah that's one thing that we do grocery pickup that's awesome um another thing we plan around you know i mean with us we're kind of on a like we started out on a very strict schedule we didn't know what we were doing so we just started out like with the class that i tell you about taking care of babies but now it's like we're kind of uh luckily our daughter went from three naps down to two um she's staying awake you know somewhere between anywhere from like three to five hours her morning you know we can tell like her morning stretches longer you know sometimes she'll fall asleep in the car on the way home later in the evening we're just like you know we'll keep her up later so we've gotten really we've gotten better about evolving you know so like we have a schedule but it's not like all right at two o'clock we're doing this at five o'clock we're doing this it's like okay we're reading her cues it's like we want to make sure that she's getting about two naps a day we want to make sure that, you know, her last nap's ending around here so her bedtime's pretty close, uh, you know, feeding times, all that stuff. And now we've, you know, evolved that in, especially when it comes to social settings. Uh, pretty tough for us to do social things, and I apologize to people. I don't know. We decided a 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Um, bedtime. So uh, it's like, you know, hey, if you want to come over, you can come over for dinner, but you better come over at 4 I always tell people come over at four and I realize that, you know, that's kind of weird for some people. That's why I was like, we're not going to hang out as much until my kid's a little bit older. But uh, those are just things that you got to evolve to. Uh, You just, it's hard. It sucks. Like when I first, when we first had Ophelia, I was like, you know, I was really into working out. So I tried to do 
that, you know, I was trying to work, I was, I was waking up at four, I'd wake up at four, I'd go to the gym until, you know, about seven, I'd get home about seven, and, you know, my work is at 8.30, so get home at seven, basically, you're getting a shower, you're getting breakfast, you're getting your lunch ready, and then it's, like, time to go, so, like, I was trying to do that while we had Ophelia, I mean, in the first three months, it was kind of normal, because Rachel was home with the baby, for the three months. So that was pretty nice. She didn't have to wake up and get ready for work. So it was like she could do that in the morning. And like you know we kind of made a deal. And it was cool. We made an agreement. But then it was like when I got home. You know I got home at five. And it was like all right, I'm trying to play with my daughter. And then I'm trying to go to bed. Like I'm trying to go to bed at seven, eight o'clock. And then I'm not getting anything done around my house. And it's like damn man. So I kind of stopped working out. Um, Not that I had to. It's just like I chose you know, being at home, getting things done, trying to stay more active around the house, get my physical exercise through, you know, doing shit around my house, water my hostas, you know, treat my yard, mowing, just getting out and about, you know, doing things in the garage, little projects here and there, organizing shit. Um, I finally, I did freeze my account, but I'm back to gym. And I told Rachel that, you know, I was going to try to go to the gym because I used to have that mentality. It's like, I got to go to the gym. You got to go to the gym. Like, I know that we get some people, I don't know if other people are like this, I'm jabbering, but it's like you put a task in your mind that's not necessarily needs to be done. You would like it to be done, but then like it be, you put it into a necessary, you put it into a point where it's like someone's pressuring you to get it done, but it's only you. So it's like, it starts to weigh on your mind and you're like, when am I going to get this done? Like it used to be like mowing for me. Like it was like, when am I going to mow? How am I going to mow? I can't, what, when am I going to mow? And, like, it got so stressful that it was, like, when I did go to mow, it was, like, I almost didn't want to mow because it was, like, damn, dude, I hate this. Like, I almost forced myself to hate mowing. So, one step at a time. That's what I'm going to tell you. Because I really, I, I, I feel in these last couple weeks, few weeks, I've really gotten, I've really gotten in the swing of things. I wake up at 6, uh, I go to bed around 10, um... Work from about 8.30 to 5. So uh, my big thing is I'm always kind of moving. Like I'll sit down and watch TV here and there. But really I like to keep a pretty busy schedule during the week as far as, you know, doing my chores around the house, shit like that. So like when the weekend comes, I'm kind of like a work hard on the week, chill on the weekends. I don't I mean, I, I know some people that do all their chores on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, whatever. But I kind of like to have Saturday and Sunday so where I'm like chilling, you know, we're with the family, we can go do stuff, stuff like that. But that's just how I do it. But like, I'm going to try to get back into working out, but it's not like I'm going to be like, I have to work out. It's like, I would like to go work out, you know, and I told Rachel I'd probably do it, you know, after bedtime because the gym's open a little bit later. It's open to like nine. So if we did like a 730 and I went over there, I could do like eight and get a nice little workout in, you know, maybe not like a three hour bodybuilding sesh, but let's face it, I'm probably not going to be a bodybuilder at this point in my life. Luckily, I work construction because I'm not going to, I don't know if you guys know this, like I'm a big person, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm fat, I'm like a, I'm almost like an athletic fat, I don't know if I could say that, it's leaning towards the fat side for sure. But, like, I eat way outside my fatness. I eat, like, what, a 600-pound. Like, when I want to eat, I can eat the worst food and I can eat a lot of it. I love McDonald's. 
So thank God I work construction. That did, that has nothing to do with parenting, but I wanted to let you know. That's my life. My little my little uh dirty little secrets or whatever you call them is man, sometimes on during the weekend I like to DoorDash McDonald's. It's like ten minutes away. I could totally drive there and back and save I actually save money because you know they upcharge you on the food, you'd pay delivery. But man, it's just I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. I'll order the DoorDash and I'll just chill there. Then it'll come and I'll set it up and then I'll just devour that shit. And that is my nice little that's my little getaway. That's my, my eating is my hobby. That's my that's my little that's how I relax. Like I was talking to my wife, she's like, Man, you're killing yourself. You do all this stuff, you know, you never relax, you're always coming home at ten. And it's like, I don't know why. This is me. Uh, you know, ever since you know, because I don't like I used to kind of just hang out and be pretty relaxed, you know, when I got home. Even, you know, after the kid went to bed, it was kinda like, you know, chilling. When the kid was awake, I was kind of just sitting there and not really doing anything. You can do stuff while your kid's awake. You don't have to sit there in front of them. You can kind of wander around. It's nice because my kid crawls now, so she'll just follow you around. So it's like you just got to keep an eye out not to step on her. But, like, she could follow you around while you're doing stuff. But, like, nowadays, like, when I get home, I just I start doing stuff until about 10 o'clock when I go to bed. And for some reason, for me, that seems more... Um, it seems like a more, it makes my, when I'm not at work, it makes it seem longer. Because usually it's like, man, I'm working all the time. It feels like I'm just work, home, work, home. But now it's like I'm at home, but I'm like using, I'm doing stuff with my time and being productive. And for some reason, it's just, I don't know, it feels fulfilling to me. I mean, I'm just crazy. I don't know. You do you, boo. Uh, just, you know, love your kids while you're at it. Um, what was another thing I was going to talk about? Oh, I was sitting down, you know, I'm thinking about family dinners. Family dinners were big at my house when I was growing up. It seems like no matter what, like, you know, we were always, I mean, even when we got older, it was like, you know, we were all all over the place doing different things, you know. It was like, oh, Little League softball, Little League baseball, mom's helping out, dad's doing chores, doing this, that, and the other. Like, we weren't always all together, but it seems like no matter what. And this is crazy because like my mom came home at like six o'clock, but somehow at six o'clock we always had like this exquisite home cooked dinner, and uh, we always had family dinners. And I think that's a solid, solid thing because I think like I don't have a dining room table right now. I have an island which has seats at it, but I think that for sure as my daughter grows. Like, even when we feed her in the evening time, we're all kind of in the kitchen sitting there, and she's at her high chair, and we're sitting at the island, and we're kind of eating dinner together. But I think that's a, I think that's a solid, solid necessity. I think that people should try. I know it's not always going to happen. You know, I mean, with all the stuff that's going on, you know, you got, like, baseball year-round, softball year-round, then you throw in all the other sports, basketball year-round. Uh, you want to play volleyball? Sure, we could probably do that year-round. Football, track, cross-country. What are we doing during the summer? God knows. Throw in your work life, and you're like, damn. Dinner time's tough. I will say an option I see this a lot is like people. Uh, I know a person I'm friends with on Facebook. She meal preps for people. So like she'll do like family. She'll like pre-cook family dinners for them. 
So you can just like come home and warm it up. Now I will say my mom made quite a bit of hamburger helper, but to me that's still a home cooked meal. So I'm just saying, man, home cooked meal, hamburger helper. I would say lasagna, but shit, you better start that day before. I was lasagna always takes forever. I'm about to make a home cooked lasagna. I've gotten really into cooking. Uh, I don't know why I feel like I've become a father, and technically I'm basic. I'm acting like a mother. I'm just like I am. You know, I'm cleaning up the house. I'm doing all that. It's not because my wife doesn't want to. I'm just like frantically doing it. It's just I don't know why. I just it, I enjoy it. It's fun. Like I said, it makes my days more fulfilling. But I'm really into cooking. Uh, my mother-in-law and my father-in-law super supportive. They love my cooking. My wife loves my cooking. Whether or not they're telling the truth, I don't know. They're just really nice. But I hope they love it. And I hope that's something I can continue to do and have family dinners. I think family dinners should be big. You know, we don't do enough when it comes to family dinners. Hold on a second. Oh. Okay. Um, another thing I was thinking about. This is, I was just talking to somebody. I was like, man, it is hard to come up with content to think about. Um. Uh, it, one week apart. Like, it's like I just talked to you guys last week, and I I thought we had a really I I thought it was a really good podcast. But the thing is, I had like three weeks to prepare, so it's like. But now it's like I mean, honestly, it was this is the twenty sixth, and today's the thirty first. So you're like five days. So I mean, I did a little late last week, but I was like, I got to get this in. I got to get back on this, and it was just I came up with most of the stuff just today. But, man, those podcasters are tough. It's hard to come up with content. I mean, I like, if I was a lot better at it, I would be. But, like I said, I'm just doing so much shit. It's like, I can't. I'm not good like some people about, like, taking the time to turn something into social media posts. I think there's a happy medium. Some people are too much. Some people are too little. I'm with the podcast. I'm definitely way too little. But, like I said, it's not It's not like it's, you know, my my calling Anything more than anything, I just wanted to try to make a community and help out, you know, first-time parents. Maybe we could come together. Something I didn't know as a dad that I want to tell other dads is, like, uh, I didn't know that there's, like, different size nipples for bottles. So, it's like, now we're using a three. We were using a one. We actually just stopped using ones because we were having problems with our daughter uh, eating. She just went to formula, so our baby's basically a formula baby. Uh, in the beginning, my wife was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm breastfeeding, but I'm not going to worry about it when I quit, but nah, she cared. And I get it, you know, there's that, I mean, for eight months, she's just been like, that's been their, kind of their time, their attachment, that stuff and all, and now it's like, she's just doing, we're all doing formula, uh, babe's not supplying as much, but hey, whatever, I was, I was totally cool with it, but look, luckily, our daughter's actually been pretty good about formula but we've been having trouble with her just like drinking bottles and stuff and then we finally finally got a, a number three and uh i gave her first number three tonight damn dude she chugged that down like a freaking it was like a damn what are those called shit i can't even remember now a beer bong yeah dude i mean just took five ounces real fast so i was impressed by that also made me think of another thing. And I don't know if I ever told this, but like all the time people were like, oh yeah, at this time we started putting cereal in the breast milk. And I'm like, in the bottle? And they're like, yeah. 
Well, little did I know, nobody ever told me this, like, they cut the bottle tips. I was like, how much? They're like, oh, just a little. Nowadays, it's like, don't do that. And I'm like, well, maybe if we had the number three, because we put cheer, we put uh, cereal in the milk and tried to use it with those number ones, and I mean, it just did nothing. Nothing. And I was pissed. I'm like, what are we doing wrong that everybody else was doing? And literally, finally, I was complaining one day, and Dad was like, oh, yeah, we, we cut the tips of the bottle. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm definitely not doing that. I can't. Some, like, parents back in the day, they just had confidence. I don't have it. Like, I think they were confident that, like, they're like, hey, man, my kid kid's tough enough. If not, we'll figure it out. You know, kid chokes, we can give them. I'm like, dude, my kid's, like, I, I know in an emergency situation I could handle it correctly, but I'm just like, I'm not going to be able to deal with this. If, like, you know, she starts to choke on cereal and milk or something, I'm like, what are we doing? I mean, I know, just flip her over and get it out. But... I'm that parent, man. I'm just following rules to a T. And I mean, I'm, I, you know, all the power to you guys that, you know, you're like, like, oh, yeah, it's good, you know. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, we do this. Like, you guys are doing stuff, but all at the same time, you're like, nah, that'll be all right. And I've kind of gotten that way. Like, my daughter's standing up now, and she'll fall over and kind of hit her head somewhere. Like, if she hits it hard, I'm worried. But I don't try to let her do that. But, like, sometimes she'll, like, she usually falls over pretty gracefully. Luckily, she's got a ass like her mom and dad, which are both big. So, um, yeah, that helps her. And she's pretty good about falling on it. Now, she started, sometimes she'll stand up in the crib. I don't know why we lay her down. It's like she's asleep. And then all of a sudden, she's like standing in the crib. And I'm like, oh, gosh, if she falls straight back, ugh, that's going to be a long night. So, hoping that doesn't happen very much more often. Uh, we did get, we did get bad. We, we did some bad stuff. Like we put our, sometimes we put her to bed too early. It was like, uh, like we put her to bed one time and I was like, this kid is not tired. Like it was like, she kind of, she seemed tired, but then like, even during like we were getting prepared and even Rachel was like, mm, I don't think she's tired. And I was just like, we're already in it. And then like we did it. And I mean, 30 minutes later, we basically just restarted. We got her out of the crib. And we just went back through her bedroom routine. We, like, started just kind of... We picked her up and started just walking around. By that time, she had already cried for long enough that she was tired. So, I mean, that was that was our that was our fail. But to me, I, I'm always like, man, once... I, I'm like, once you get them into bed, you just don't go back in there. That's my thing. I'm like, I can't, I can't go back in there. She's got to figure it out. I just don't want them to become dependent when it comes to sleeping. I know sometimes my mother-in-law, she'll go in there, uh, opposed to what we tell her. But, you know, she's a grandparent. You know, they don't want... Grandparents don't listen to the parents. They just, they want to make sure that that kid is happy at all times. And I'm more than grateful for my mother-in-law. She watches our daughter on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And, I mean, she is great at it because, I mean, she is focused. And I'm like, you don't even have to focus that much. You can watch TV. She'll, she'll shut the TV off, and she will just, she will literally just interact with our child. Uh, good news is she's a retired teacher, so that's going to come in hand. You know, I feel like she's already doing a little school lessons with our daughter, so I mean that's awesome. But <clears throat> yeah, so dads, just uh, let your wives know you have a problem with the drinking bottle. Hey, maybe we should uh, move up that flow. Move up that nipple flow a little bit bigger. Ah.
So, anywho, um, I'm pretty sure that was a, another thing I was thinking about. And this kind of goes into you know dealing with life while parenting. And it was like, is is it the same or is it different? All right, so you got social media now. Now, back in the day, like there's hundreds of pictures at my house that like my mom, my grandma, my dad, like pictures that we have taken. Almost in the same sense that you see on social media. But I think it's different because like, all right, we were rolling around with those disposable cameras. You know, we all had them. Uh, And, you know, you take the picture and then you kind of just put it away. Versus like taking the picture, making the post. Now, I see some people, like, they take a bunch of pictures on a trip, and then they'll take it. And I'm like, all right, that makes sense. But it's just like, some people, it's like every gosh damn second. And I'm just like, man, like, either you're really good, which you might be. I'm not, like, judging you. I'm just like, either you're really good or, like, you're just always on your damn phone and your kid sees that. I don't know. I, I can't do it. I can't keep up with it. Like, it's like people, it's like, they're always, like, catching their kids and, like, moments like it's like oh my kid's smiling really big and they're like great pictures but i'm just like i never have that thought process to take a picture now do you want that picture yeah hell everybody wants that picture you want to keep on to that look at your daughter later i don't know why i'm just not good with pictures my wife hates it about me but like i think it's one thing to be like oh you take the picture and then you just kind of like put it away and then later on maybe you like i don't know you print it out or you make like a portrait of it or stuff like that but I'm like, all right, we're taking a picture and we're making a post every time. Uh, kids in the bath, woohoo! Uh, kids in the pool, woohoo! Uh, like, I'm just like, it's cool, but don't lose that moment, you know? Don't forget those moments. And I'm not saying that you are, but I'm just like, just make sure you're not. And I mean, like, I get it. You can tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't care. Uh, but you never know, you know, just make sure you're not missing the moment to show it with the world, you know, who cares, man, it's all about your family, you know, I mean, yeah, you want the world to see and stuff like that, but not necessary, nah, just freaking, that was one of the craziest things, so it was, um, <laughs> Uncommon James, great show with Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler, I'm pretty sure I, t- I did talk about this last week. Um, so the whole time her kids were never in the show. She was like, I won't let my kids be filmed. Da, 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 keep them separate. Now I get that that's completely different because I mean, most of her life, there's probably a lot of people watching her kids a certain time while she's doing all this show and the company and this, that, and the other. But I thought that was a nice little aspect. You know, it's like keeping, because it's too often it's like a lot of people are like monopolizing like, oh, this is our family on TLC, whatever, some shit show. It's like Jim John and the Jensen's or the Jingleheimer Smiths. I don't fucking know, but I'm just like, we don't have to make a show about everything. I'm just saying, we don't have to make a damn show about everything. It's getting out of hand. <clears throat> Parenting during COVID. I'm glad my kid's not in school. <clears throat> we were talking about school last week and then. Hell, elementary around my town is already shut down for now. I'm like, it is it is what it is, but damn, man, that's hard on parents. That's got to be tough. Like, I'm like, okay, 
Like, you know, all right, our kid gets to elementary school. We don't need babysitters. Our kid's going to school. And then all of a sudden, it's like, all right, we're starting school. We're doing school. You know, like, we started getting people vaccinated. You know, we're trying to fight the system. We're masks, doing this, that, and the other. We can come back together. And then, like, all of a sudden, it's like, all right. Like, we're like, excuse me. <clears throat> oh, I apologize. Those are all sneezes. Uh, my wife hates the way I sneeze. You're like, you're so into it. And you're like, all right, they're going back to school. Woohoo! Even if you're a stay-at-home kid, parent, you're like, yeah, get rid of my fucking kid for a day. Or every day for a week. For those few hours. But, um, up here it comes again. I'm sorry. All right, I'm back. I apologize. But, uh, damn, and then they just shut down school. And it's like, what are you going to do? Like, your kid needs somebody to watch him. There's not that many daycare options. I mean, probably a lot of these people like college kids watching their kids during the summer. They're back at school. So, I mean, there's probably a, a good, there's probably a higher percentage of people that are working from home now. But, those people that don't work from home, shit, man. That's got to suck. So, kind of glad that. I'm glad my baby was eight months old. I think uh, the, during this whole pandemic has been the perfect time to have children. The perfect time. Because you don't have to make any excuses for not going anywhere. You just can't. So you're just at home trying to keep your child alive. Which is what you would be doing anyway. But now you don't have anybody like, hey, let's do this. Hey, let's do that. Hey, we want to see the baby. I mean, people have wanted to see the baby, and they've come and seen the baby, and, you know, we take food if you want to see our baby, more than welcome, all the time, but, like, people, it's like, people don't text you as much, because they know that it's a pandemic, so they're like, oh, you know, COVID, all that, so that's been kind of nice, so I'm just saying, you know, if it's still going here in a while, you know, maybe get in on this. A blessing in disguise. COVID babies are awesome. Because you, you're you just, you're home. Which is perfect. Uh, daycare's probably not as easy. We've been lucky. I will say. People that go to daycare, that's got to be tough. Because I know that that's been hit big too. But, like, I know, you know, I know certain people that they have a lot of issues like, they don't do necessarily, like, a specific daycare, but they use a person. And it's kind of like, sometimes it's hit and miss. And it's like, man, I, I have to commit. Because, you know, I got to work. And I got to spend those days working. I can't. Even people that work from home still got to work. So, you know, daycare can be tough. Just be ready. You know, save up those vacation days. Not only for when your baby's born, but those few days where it's like, all right, we need somebody. Like, there was a... You know, one of our girls got uh, got the Rona. And so we had to ask my mother-in-law to come up an extra day. Thank God. Thank God she's retired. I mean, without her, we would be shit out of luck. I mean, two days out of the week, we use uh, another person. But, I mean, they're only both committing to one day. And I don't blame them for that. I'm totally like, oh, all right. You want to get for days? Fine. But, like, if we didn't have... My mother-in-law, I mean, I don't know what we were doing as far as costs and, you know, being shut down, being in, being out, all this stuff. Woo. That'd be tough. So, hands off to you guys dealing with daycares right now. 
But, um, yeah, I think that's all I've got for tonight. Um, I hope I hit some good topics. Um, just a little fun fact for you. Grandparents just, like, they lose their mind. So, like, my parents, my in-laws, super great people, awesome parents. A lot of head scratchers when it comes to my kid. Like, now that they're grandparents, they just do some of the weirdest shit. But it's like, I mean, now, it's not bad or anything. It's just like, you're like, what? Like, that just doesn't seem like you. But it, it, I, that's always been the thing, though. It's like, you always spoil your grandkids. And it's like, they do, it's like, yeah, you can do whatever. But they're, oh, dude, her parents are just like, my in-laws are so overprotective of her. And, I mean, I love it. It's her first grandkid, hell. Yeah. And even my parents, you know, they have three grandkids now, and they're all completely different. I mean, they've only they've been grandparents for three years. Completely different people, just little pushovers, man. My mom's buying outfits every other day. You ready for all the shit the grandparents are gonna buy? Just a heads up. I'm I'm just installing shelving weekly. That's all I do. It's like every time my mother-in-law comes to watch, there's a new toy, and I'm like. And we don't get rid of them. We don't we don't exchange it out for another tour. We just add it in. Put up another shelf. Cube shelves. That's a big one. A little 12 by 12 inch cubes. You can put those suckers everywhere. And they hold a lot. And it's perfect for kids shit. And yeah, that's a, we uh another cool thing I do want to talk about. Now that my kid's eight months, she's kind of like pulling up on stuff. Rachel got out of these climbing blocks, and she freaking loves them. They're made out of like a uh, material of like padding around like high school gyms. You know what I'm talking about? Um, super cool. You got an eight month? It, it, I wouldn't say anything past two. They'd be because uh, like my nephew's three. I don't know if he might have fun with it. My wife uses them more than anybody. She like sets them up and lays on them. Like in a little, she makes herself like a little lay down recliner on the floor and uses them that way. I don't know. I think my wife's buying most of the stuff for my daughter for her own use, but that's nor that's neither here nor there. Um, but anywho, we have done multiple back. We have done consecutive back to back week podcast. Round of applause for me. Um, like I said, it's easier now because it's only me. I don't have to worry about Weena's face anymore. Um, I did see that, uh, he did tell me that he was going to finish his playground by the birthday and he did not. So if you see, if you know old Nate and you see him out and about, you gotta give him a hard time because he promised and he baked out on it. Um, I used to do dad jokes. I haven't heard any good dad jokes lately. Hmm. I got nothing. I always have good jokes in the moment, but then it's like when I'm like, all right, I'm going to think of a joke. I can't do it. So, yeah, probably just going to end it lamely. Uh, Trying to get some interviews going. I got a guy, he reached out, wanted to do an interview. Friend of mine, he's got a couple of kids. That'll be fun. Just getting as many dads on here as possible. I need to get better about that, you know, bringing people in or interviewing. I'm just not good about interviewing people that I don't know. Like, there's plenty of dads out there that I, like, know. I know that they're dads, and I know them. 
but it's not like we're not like close enough to where I feel like comfortable. I don't know. It's weird. Because like I said, I want this podcast to be completely relaxed. But hey, we did a complete stranger from South Africa. We interviewed him. So I don't know why we can't interview other people. So uh, have a great week. Like I said, don't get down on yourself if you mess up, if you do something wrong, you fail, anything like that. Move on. Pick it up. Go on. We all do it. I do it. Just learn from it. You know, as long as you're realizing that you learn from it, your kid made through the day. You know, if it's not a habit, your kid's not going to, it's not, your kid's not going to change just because of one instance. Well, depending on the instance, you know what I mean? So, uh, stay frosty, um, uh, stay healthy, uh, watch out. This world's crazy. Don't let your kids get away from you and they're getting snatched up left and right. I'm not trying to put the fear in you, but dude, think about it. Like, I'm like, if I tell my, if my wife's like, I'm going somewhere, I'm like, that kid's either strapped in. I don't feel completely comfortable with her just strapped into the car seat in the grocery cart. I'm like, you just need to wear her. Like, that's the only thing I'm kind of comfortable with is wearing the child on your body. And that's it. She'll probably be wearing my kid until she's probably, I don't know, 10, 11. And I'm just going to pump her full of food that she's so fat that nobody can pick her up. But. Anywho, thanks for coming out. Thanks for listening. I know my loyal followers. I love you. Uh, I wish I could do a giveaway, but I'm poor. I should make some t-shirts, but I don't know if I can come up with a good uh, logo. Sorry, I'm an idiot. Uh, anywho, I'm going to try to do more polls. I should have done a poll on if you... I think I will do a poll on if you would uh, have your kid... If you would put your toddler on a leash... Just a heads up. Alright. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Keep on keeping on. We love you. You've made it eight months. Uh, if you're from Indiana, it's the weather's finally cooled off a little. Enjoy it while it lasts. Make it to October. It'll be good. I don't know. It was hot in November last year, so no promises. But uh, have a great week. Keep parenting. We love you. Hugs and kisses. Big smooches. Love those babies. Get at it.